0: Blessings keep falling in my lap. It seems like blessings. Keep falling in my
1: lap. Hey, out there in podcast land, it's Drew and Dan. What's up? And we are back at you having a great old time uh, launching these podcast episodes. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Breakfast Burrito at Expatriate.
0: Delicious. Best in the city. Best breakfast burrito in the city. This podcast is also brought to you by whatever company catered last night's Bachelorette episode because there was a great food spread and Chad just kept eating eating meat and it looked delicious. And uh, so, hats off to them thank exactly. you for sponsoring our pod yes we appreciate it um so this episode is actually going to be
1: a recap of last night's bachelorette mm-hmm. uh we will uh this we won't and this episode be diving into our recap of game seven golden state versus okc the amazing comeback the improbable comeback mm-hmm. um well some call it improbable i obviously felt it was very probable <laughs> in fact almost guaranteed uh down three one they That's came not back what you said though. finished off the series and um, yeah, so we'll be talking about that and previewing the the NBA Finals as well, Golden State versus Cleveland, yeah, very um, soon tonight a, or tomorrow in a separate podcast episode. So stay tuned for that. As always, you can stay up to date on Twitter uh, at at Drew Martin D R U M A R T I N and at Deo Tree, which of course is the classical spelling of Deo Tree. Deo Tree, yep, the classical spelling.
0: Uh, anyways, guys, Bachelorette, uh, wild night, Dan, amazing night, wild I, night on the bachelorette I was freaking out. I it didn't was, think anything
1: could top game seven. And then the bachelorette, the bachelorette came was, pretty close
0: was fire. It was flames. <laughs> I, I was Emoji enjoying it fire. so much. Uh, one of the things I enjoy most in life is drama. And last night was packed full of drama and, uh, man, I just had a great time watching it. Uh, and, Next week, I'm already excited for next week. Next week's a double episode. Yeah, we, got, wow. we got episode on Monday night, episode on Tuesday night, which means we might as well shake something up in podcast land, be on the lookout for uh, special guests.
1: Yeah, we're going to have to bring in guests because there's going to be so much content. We can't analyze it all. So much to unpack. It's too much. Um, we, we need uh,
0: new ideas, fresh takes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so for this episode, you guys, we will be uh, – We'll be obviously talking about chronologically what happened in the episode, uh... Any uh, any change in the front runners? Any change in heroes and villains or I, I- anything I like that? I
1: feel like some things changed from
0: episode from week one to week two. Some things S- definitely some changed. De- things definitely changed. We, we coined a new phrase, which we'll reveal soon, uh, which you guys are welcome to use for your viewing pleasure when you're yeah. watching The Bachelorette. It's yeah, a, for your personal Bachelorette yeah, parties. Just drop, drop it in a Bachelorette party. Don't tell anyone about it, and uh, just see how the room reacts because yeah. I can guarantee you they will react quite strongly to it yes Uh, okay so before we dive in to this episode there's a couple a couple overarching things that I noticed involving uh, Jojo and she in this episode I counted twice it could be more she references wanting her relationship that she's pursuing right now she references wanting that relationship to look like what Ben and Lauren found last season together, which oh, is not over
1: it. Which is that is what a, you're suggesting, Dan? She well, is not over it.
0: the The implications are many here, yeah. right? Uh, which obviously it suggests that she's maybe not over Ben, probably not over him. And dude, if you're, I was thinking. So technically, The Bachelor it's a really it's it's a strange. It's a strange scenario. Technically all these guys are dating JoJo. It's a strange sociological experiment. Yes, yes. Very strange. Technically all these guys are dating her. If I was in if I was dating a girl and she was like, Man, I just really want our relationship to look like how my ex boyfriend's relationship looks with his fiance right now, I'd be super weirded out, yeah. right? Wouldn't you? In, in a it's way... It's so strange. Dan,
1: you're, you're speaking in hypotheticals, but in a way, you are super weirded out because, let's be honest, as she's may not be over Ben, you are
0: not over JoJo. Yeah, but maybe... We'll talk about this in you know, a future we'll, podcast. We'll, we'll do a I'll, whole podcast about it. Maybe a whole podcast series, but... Dude, isn't that strange? Yeah, she brought it up twice. Great be- comment! Wow. She brought it up at the beginning. That's just, a hot Just take. in her testimonial to like just the camera and the audience, and then she brought it up at the rose ceremony at the end to all the guys. I want, I want my relationship. I want to find the love that Ben and Lauren found hmm. together. Yeah. What a weird thing to say, Jojo. Yeah. I wow. I have your back through everything, but. That was that was pretty strange. JoJo,
1: if you're listening, because as always, we will tweet the link at you. Yeah, um, coming you, soon. Yeah,
0: maybe you'll come on the pod and we can talk about it. Yeah, it was strange. Second thing I noticed, and and maybe it's just for this episode. So JoJo is the Bachelorette. The name of the show is The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. The premise of the show is this one girl finding love, right? Right. It's all about her. This episode very much put her in like a supporting character yes. role. Like, for most of the episode, I, like, wow. forgot that this was even, like, yeah, her thing. That, right?
1: it, w- it wasn't like The Bachelor. It's almost like we were watching The Bachelor. Yeah. But, like, a bizarro just Bachelor. Just bizarro it, instead Bachelor. Instead of this awesome guy, Bachelor, who the show focuses on, yeah. it's this complete kind of tool, angry, roided out, Yeah, very aggressively, yes. in a negative way, jerk. for This is called what it is.
0: Uh, are we going Are we starting here? Yeah. I, I think I just wanted to say it was... It, it's maybe just something to keep your eye on in the future, listeners. Is uh, I don't I don't know how the producers really kind of run the show. Was was this was this an instance in which JoJo just wasn't interesting and they put her in less, or was the drama just so heavy that they had to turn elsewhere?
1: Yeah. So the focus of the show mm-hmm. was um, this guy Chad. I just referred to him yes. as a jerk. I think you if you watch that entire episode, um, just his issues and his attitude and his character everything about him was just so negative but I have to remind you out there in podcast land especially if you missed episode one which you should go back and re-listen to um, Dan loves the guy Dan I gotta ask you I gotta put you on the spot hot seat right now is Chad still your guy because <laughs> okay. you said and I quote I'm super down with Chad. (laughs) Okay, I I need to backpedal a little
0: bit. Okay, okay. That's okay. I respect it. I didn't backpedal on my Clay Thompson picks, but but yeah, here we go. Okay, I like Chad in the sense that he is, obviously, and you would not disagree with this, he's the most entertaining part by far of the show. (laughs) I'm with you. As far as someone who, like, if I hypothetically had a sister and she was like, hey, I want to date this guy Chad, I'd be like, "Uh, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. Chad might disappear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would make Chad disappear. Yeah. But he would actually probably be Mio because that dude's Jack. But, anyways, Uh, I'll take care of it. (laughs) Crawl of him. (laughs) (laughs) So, Chad, man, I, uh, so, anyways, all that to say, Chad is my dude in the sense that I'm super fascinated by him. And actually, I would say that this episode, he brought some really interesting things to light. Like, about the state of the show and about the state of the other guys on the show and the purpose of the show, that I think he had a lot of valid points.
1: Mm, I'm gonna stop you, Dan. I okay. don't, I think this guy is so crazy. I think he's so off his rocker that he's convinced himself that he's right. And there's no, you can you imagine trying to have like a conversation, like a discussion, a debate, if you will, with Chad. That's no. not a debate. You're not telling this guy anything. This is the most like unteachable person I think I've ever witnessed yes. in my life. And what I think you're alluding to, Dan, is a really interesting thing. Uh, my wife picked up on this as well, who um, also takes notes on the show for the mm-hmm. pod. Um, she's kind of, you know, like what, a supporting writer, if you will. Yeah, um so, so shout out to Jody. Um, Jody thank also you. makes. Killer Tacos So um, <laughs> in situation uh, which She sponsors the pod Basically <laughs> yep. um, th- She. This really interesting um, Just kind of Producer's choice of uh, Every year There is someone Like a Chad mm-hmm. You know In the last episode Of uh, The Bachelor Olivia was the female Chad I don't know if you watched Or well, you obviously watched Because you know you're you're digging JoJo, but remember yep. Olivia and week oh, after yeah. week she, she would get so through. Strange. She was so crazy, and we were like, "What is happening right now in this mm-hmm. scenario? Like, how is this a thing?" And Chad is is the male Olivia, and so it's you know the show is obviously Jody's questions are, "How do they find these people? They have mm-hmm. always really wholesome, legitimate guys with you know great careers and great stories, and um, seem like they're pretty great l- dudes." And then they have these just raging psychopaths, which yeah. are clearly like, in a, in a Chad's case, and even in a Daniel's case, you can't hide that. No, they're not. They can't. They're not pretending to be someone else, fooling the producers, and then revealing their true spots. Yeah, you know, so to speak, in the leopard analogy, you know. That- <laughs> anyway moving on (laughs) um what we have here is uh, almost seems like they're they're looking for these guys just to kind of pull the pin on the grenade roll it into the room and we
0: all get to sit back and enjoy what happens and it's very enjoyable and this brings up a super hilarious dynamic which is that like right off the bat daniel and chad are like (laughs) bros they are like they like love each other the
1: two the two most um obviously uncomfortable and angry and not down guys in the house are wearing matching bro tanks and sitting down and just like saying really, really strange things, uh, to each other.
0: (laughs) What did he say? Yeah. Here's a couple quotes from Daniel and Chad sit down together, which also, uh, again, just want to highlight the fact they're wearing essentially the exact same outfit. Yes. And they were looking more intensely at each other than either of them looked at Jojo the whole time. And, uh, Chad said, Chad said something along the lines of, I always warn girls to stay away from the nice guys. Yes. And, uh, and Chad even made this, I didn't write this down, so hopefully I don't butcher it. He was like, he was like, I remember, I remember back when I used to sell cars, I always would take the customer to the bad cars first and then take them to the good cars. (laughs) So he, 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 he compared himself and maybe Daniel, I don't know. Yeah. Everyone else was a bad car. They were the good cars. They were the good cars. And And there's the bro tank. The, one of the one of the cuts, I, I think it was like during the first group date where they'd go, go back to the house. Like These dudes are, are essentially, James Taylor's leading them in a worship song to JoJo, essentially. They got hand motions. JoJo, 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 Joey JoJo. Jo. That's not how it okay, Anyways, yeah, something. <laughs> something fire like that. <laughs> some classic But then classic they'd, cut away, they'd cut away, and Chad and Daniel were either like sitting next to each other, pretty closely, by the way, on this like love seat, wearing matching tanks. Or Chad was just by himself in the kitchen eating a plate of just a piece of steak. And this was, like, one of the funniest parts of the whole episode to me. He's eating steak, and he's drinking a protein shake out of a wine glass. Yeah. So, like, a uh, beef head, but, like, a super classy yeah. beef
1: head. Uh, also, early on in the episode, he came out and started doing pull-ups using his weight belt to hold his luggage to so he could yeah. do for extra, like, resistance on his pull-ups. And, and his
0: luggage was filled with protein pills. And uh, he also amazing. used a
1: quote to Dan... Uh, Daniel, sorry. He said, um, all, he kept talking about childish guys. All these guys are so childish. Yeah. They're so immature. They've never talked to a pretty girl before. And he said, um, his quote uh, was, this is like a protein shake blended up of the dudes here, right? He's like, imagine a protein <laughs> oh, shake right. blended up of all the dudes here. Then he says, what kind of protein shake would that be? <laughs> and then he like, he didn't really answer that question Dude, because like he there was, off. he started talking with no answer. No end game to that yeah, question. Yeah, all these dudes—if you blend them up in one big protein shake—the guy's obsessed with protein oh, shakes. As it's, we'll we'll unpack this it in is a little bit. It is so funny, and then amazing. that that conversation ended with him saying, "Man, I knew you were cool, Daniel," and Daniel said, "I knew you were cool too, dude." It was things got a little amazing, Dan. That two the two biggest narcissists so far revealed on the show the only love they have is for each other. Yeah. Right. And that's, you know, just your classic, you know, they love, they love each other. To quote
0: my girl Riri, they found love in a hopeless place. Yeah, exactly. Man, but Chad, I'm serious, dude. I, you can attest to this. I was so entertained by Chad. Every time he opened his mouth and said something, I was like celebrating in the house. Like, like I reacted the same way to a Chad quote, the same way you reacted to Steph draining a three. Like it was just flames, yeah. <laughs> flames dropping everywhere. Every time
1: Steph said something or uh, Chad said something, you would pause it and just Dude, start taking notes. Every time it was Steph, amazing. Every time Steph drains a three, I jump up and just start celebrating. It was praise. amazing. So, so far, um, you know, in the episode, it breaks down like this, um, kind of do your intro at the beginning and then they move, uh, to the group date, which was a firefighter challenge mm-hmm. that followed by the first one on one date, uh, featuring Derek followed by the next group date, which was kind of an ESPN zone thing situation, right outside Staples Center sort of sports Respect. center going on. Respect. Um, and, and then basically there was a time back at the house which I actually in my notes have called 10 minutes of Chad eating meat yes and then that concluded with the Rose ceremony mm-hmm. so you so, there was so much of Chad eating meat that I actually just made it its own segment <laughs> in addition to the dates and the rose ceremony so so let's
0: uh, let's unpack some of these uh, some of these events really quickly first group date is kind of whatever like I wouldn't enjoy going on a on a date and out fires that's what firemen are for
1: yeah which is crazy because there's a contestant on the show on this date who is a fireman yeah and grant that, yeah grant he's a puerto Dude, rican billy
0: zane i was thinking about this <laughs> oh my gosh how bummed would look you look up billy zane <laughs> and then picture him as a puerto rican google image search bro how bummed would you be if you're you because occupa- the bachelorette is essentially like a however long you're on it's like yeah, a, vacation it's a vacation from real life yeah, like it's unreal yeah. and your first all right first date and we're going to be doing what you do for a living you're here. it's like i got to go to work yeah for Come real on, I'd, that'd be be so yeah, so. I'd be so bummed yeah i'd be so
1: bummed but as expected he dominated the challenge He
0: dominated luke won easily your dude luke got in second and and luke when he lost there's this great The who shout out to the to the film editor of this episode, because there are some fire cuts here. Uh, So Grant wins the fire thing. He's like up on top of the building. He's holding Jojo in his arms. Lucky. Uh, And then Luke, (laughs) they, they cut down to Luke and Luke like sort of like his head's down and his shoulders are slumped and he like busts out of this this uh drywall that they like broke through <laughs> and i think luke this isn't really a hot take because it's already happened a ton he really has a thing for like leaning up against walls in like senior <laughs> picture pose like <laughs> one foot down on the ground one foot up against the wall yeah and like hands in pockets thumbs out and just kind of looking, looking pensive yeah looking pensive looking blankly at the ground yeah he's a little sensitive yeah okay dan you bring up an
1: interesting point yeah, at yeah, the end of our last podcast we both clearly picked Jordan and Luke as the favorites Mm -hmm. thus far like this is theirs to lose like they're so like that's just how they edited the first episode this episode Luke my dude I thought he had a shot at winning this challenge as a West Point man he's done Mm. way harder stuff in the Fire Academy I promise you that and um, one he didn't win but two that's okay but he came in he came off to me as really whiny and I didn't see that side of him in the first in the first He was a
0: little bit whiny. He it, was
1: just like I was like, What's going he just kinda of looked a little bit just depressed with Dragon and I was yeah. like man, I just kind of expected more out of him. And we'll get to Jordan uh, on the next group date talk, but I also kind of was expecting more out of him. I think they both actually took a step back this episode. They were our favorites, they mm-hmm. were the front runners in our mind after the after week one. I kind of feel like they took a step back this episode. Did someone yeah. else step up? We'll we'll get to that.
0: Yeah. Uh. So again, the first uh, that was pretty much it on the first group date. But this, if this except for one moment, and that was that my bro was it Wells? Yeah, Wells could not could not hang. Dude, he couldn't hang. I felt bad for Wells. and, well, and Jojo gave him the first impression, or not yeah, the first impression. Gave him us. the 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 roast. Yeah, the, the roast. So respect to whatever game you're playing, Wells. Yeah.
1: So I mean, it worked in his favor, but let's be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. In a house of dudes that he's in, like, the, the puppy dog thing's only going to carry him so
0: far. And this uh, this is a great time to drop our, our phrase that we have coined. We're, we're recently trademarking it. Uh, so there's all these dudes that go on a date with JoJo. And pretty much the only way to – the only tangible way for us to – for the audience to uh, – to see how how well they're doing with yeah, JoJo, how JoJo's, she reacting, how she's, they, they how talk she's for a little bit and she they go in for the kiss, they go in for the smooch.
1: Yeah, and so when that happens, the first time it happened, uh, Dan just yelled out, "Smooch
0: confirmed, smooch confirmed." And
1: so we actually saw that. Let's just go over just the high level uh, confirmations really yeah. quick. Right off the bat,
0: Grant got a smooch Grant, confirmed.
1: Grant got smooch confirmed. Uh, Luke got
0: a smooch confirmed. Luke
1: Got Smooch confirmed. He came off a little whiny, but ended up Smooch confirmed. Uh, did Wells? Uh, Der- no, I, I do not think believe so.
0: Derek? Derek did, which
1: also... On the one-on-one, we'll get to it. Well, let's just, just, to say let's right just dive in. There's not much it. to say about the one-on-one. Not much
0: to say. It was pretty boring. Derek seems like a nice enough guy, but it was just very boring.
1: Yeah, and honestly, uh, <laughs> Dan, I, just, I, I'm not, maybe not as aficionado of the shows as you have been in the mm. past. I'm not, maybe, I don't know, but the few times I... You know, have watched it with my wife. Um, I've always thought the one-on-ones were so boring. Like the most boring part of the show. They have these same conversations over and over again. Uh, they went to San Francisco, which is kind of cool. But then they went to yeah. like the lamest places yeah. in San Choose Francisco. Choose between like
0: eating eating on a dock, looking at Golden Gate Bridge, yeah. or something with Lombard Street. Yeah, I, I was don't like, know, why don't you
1: go somewhere cool? You're in the best city in the world. Tenderloin. So, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, why well, yeah, are they gonna hang out at City Impact? <laughs> yeah, dude, just hang, <laughs> hang out in the TL a little bit. So that one, anyways. But all that to say, Derek got smooch a smooch confirmed. Smooch confirmed um, with Derek. Mark it down. Um, and we're not done yet, um, Chad. Dude, Chad. Chad, Chad got a couple smooch. Yeah, confirms. smooch
1: confirmed, and as you noted, uh, oh
0: no, 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 James Taylor. Okay, smooch confirmed. Dude, should we hop into James Taylor really quick? Because L- I feel like this is we disagree heavily on James I Taylor. Will,
1: I was well, Dude. we only disagree as of the latest episode. We both thought he was kind of a goober after episode one. A con- yeah well you continue. still think he's kind of a goober maybe dude. more of a goober i'm 100 in dude. on james taylor and i'll tell you for one uh for one reason man he wrote he read that letter and she was okay, she was dude. she was crying and you I, know what I, I wiped a tear shut I, I, the dude up had dude had me the dude had
0: me um i was that was a moment in the show that jojo tearing up at that stupid letter I, first of all dude I'm with James.
1: You're not a romantic. You will never (laughs) know. You could never know. Us romantics stick together. He poured out his heart and he
0: won. If you feel that way about it, girl, why do you need to write it down on a, like, just say it to her, dude. All right. And he's obviously insecure about who he is because he literally only, he literally only can like sing a stupid song. It was, uh, it was a great letter. I lost respect for Jojo in that moment. Smooch
1: confirmed. And might I add the longest smooch. Of the episode yeah
0: that's true smooch confirmed the quality the well the smooch was confirmed and the quality of the smooch was maybe the best of all the smooch smooches confirmed so
1: letter works the romantic yeah. wins again uh, James Taylor you, uh, I got you I got your back You're mm-hmm. my guy followed by Chad smooch confirmed uh, and so what just a quick oh. summary. Yeah, That's yeah, a lot on. of smooch confirmed.
0: Already. We're like halfway this through. This was
1: it. episode two, and maybe half a dozen. Mm-hmm. I didn't really count as I just read so, them. But. Smooch
0: confirmed might lose its power here yeah. in a little bit. But, but
1: hey, she's, you know, she's she's willing to willing to smooch. So there we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, there there is <was> a <laughs> great
0: a great moment back at the house where uh, So the guys, the guys went on their first date and then it was revealed that Derek would go on the one-on-one and then the names of the second date were revealed and there were like, or the second group date, there were like three guys that weren't picked and they were kind of bummed, which obviously like, it's like, okay, cool. We're like the only dudes in this whole episode that aren't going to get to hang out with Jojo. Right. And Chad, which brings me to a great, a fire Chad quote, just flames. He says to these guys, Bro, you've gone your whole life without seeing JoJo. You can go another couple days. Yeah, <laughs> and every and, and he was eating steak at yeah. this moment. <laughs> He's
1: always followed
0: eating up steak. by I feel like I'm surrounded by children. Yeah, so another just, just flames thing. Chad quote. Uh, oh should we move on to second group date
1: second group date what uh, they walk into kind of the espn sports center la broadcast yeah um, we got a couple it's a couple kind, of
0: the, of a, kind of a combo weird date. couple
1: of the espn personalities it was a weird date um it walked in the part that got my attention right off the bat was there was the scene where jojo was being <sighs>
0: Ooh, kind of the, the sports good, nation not anchor. a good look
1: and um, and the question that she was asked is, hey, Steph Curry coming off this title, the MVP, talking about last year, um, can we say, you know, is it fair to say he's the greatest player of all time? And I don't think this was a serious broadcast. I think it was kind of just a joke for, for the guys on the show. But JoJo said very quickly, without giving it any thought, without hesitation, Ooh. said, I don't think so. He's a great shooter and then she said a pretty good all-around player but dot 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 and kind of went on to throw some shade at Steph and I was just like whoa 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 Woo. you're throwing shade at Steph right now and I immediately paused the TV and started just typing furiously about how Woo. Jojo cannot recognize greatness the greatness of Steph Curry. anyways Who we're going to be the uni- no, no, no 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 whoa 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 and then they called her out and said Hey, you're just mad cuz you got to the title game last year and you didn't get a ring. Burn Jojo. This
0: isn't a video pod but just imagine me rolling my eyes it's yeah, far And back imagine as they me can getting go. feisty.
1: You know what? <laughs> you want a relationship like like Ben and 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 what's her name? And, uh, and and you know who you should want a relationship like? Steph and Aisha. You know about Steph and Aisha? Oh you gosh. could never know love like this that. Is, this you is You will never off know love like that. This that is, off is the rails. that's the greatest love the world may ever know.
0: Drew. Besides
1: that classic Drew and Jody story.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyways, wow, that was uh, that was powerful, Drew. That was very powerful uh, stuff. Okay, I'm I'm over it. Okay. Anyways, so uh, second group date. It's this ESPN thing. It was kind of weird. Um, it ended. One of the one of the tasks was like spin around on on a bat ten yeah, times. Yeah, and then they they did some. Essentially, sack,
1: they like you sack the quarterback. Now mm-hmm. you do your dance, and then you spin and propose. So yeah,
0: they do like a fake proposal, right? And all these guys, Jordan, Christian, James, doing these like heartfelt proposals to JoJo, and Shad's like super annoyed. And he, uh, you're going to
1: have to carry this because I was still typing my thoughts about Steph Curry. and did, Aisha.
0: This is the deepest part of it for me. And this raises a huge question, which maybe we won't even get all the way into. So Chad, <laughs> it, it, it's Chad's turn. And he like, he bends down on one knee to propose to Jojo. And all he says is, will you marry me? And she's like, Oh, short and sweet. And everyone's kind of like quiet. And she's like, there's, there's nothing else you want to tell me. Like, what, what do you love about me? And he's like, why do I need to tell you what I what I love about oh, you? Oh yeah, and it was just like this weird moment, and she's like, "Well, everyone, everyone else weirded out. Everyone else is. You're not gonna tell me like what you love about me." And he called her naggy. Yeah, you're getting a little bit naggy. So it's this really weird moment, but um, anyways, all that to say, like these dudes were like. Everyone was just kind of, like, looking at each other, Yeah, like, who is this and guy? And he
1: did the whole, I don't even know you. All these guys don't know you. They're lying. He actually told the guys to their face, you're yes. lying to her. You okay. don't know her.
0: This brings into my question. So, Chad, we can all agree he's a huge jerk. He has absolutely no, no, like, social awareness, really, of what he's doing. But he raises a really good point. And his point, essentially, is that there's all these guys on the show, right, 25 of them, and they're essentially, like, a, an episode or two in, like, I'm in love with Jojo, like right. And saying all these things that they love about her. And he very honestly, and maybe though in a jerk like fashion was like, listen, like, I don't know Jojo. I I don't know if I love her. I don't know. I like have hung out with her like 10 minutes. I don't know anything about her. So his point was like, why would I, why would I fake it and, and say that I love all these things about her, which, which, so the bachelorette, the bachelor, the entire show is predicated on this, on this idea that love can be found in, like, an incubator right. in a very limited amount of time. Right. And he's sort of pushing back on this whole idea. Yeah. What were your thoughts about that? You
1: know, uh, honestly, Dan, I know you you like to think maybe he revealed some truth that is an uncomfortable truth, and that's so what to it It's just a Truman Show situation, but dude. I, you know, I disagree. I think—I um, mean, I don't disagree with the premise of The Bachelorette. You know, that that's, is what it is, but— this situation was all in good fun. Mm. Uh, it was all it was supposed to be fun. Um, obviously, everyone knows they don't know her, and she doesn't know them. Yeah, and 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 like he he wasn't revealing shining to him. He in his mind he was shining this light of truth. Yeah. W- where it needed to be shown. It's like, dude, everyone's having a good time, but you.
0: Yeah, and, and in his mind, everyone else is like a liar. But and
1: here's the flip side of that, though. Here's the problem: is like not only is he. So, yes, he is delusional, Mm -hmm. but she's into it because she – like, she's not – there's no red flag – there should be red flags like crazy, but we know from the past season that JoJo has a history of dating bad Mm -hmm. guys who treat her badly, and Chad is a bad guy who will treat her badly. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, and so she is getting that glimpse of what she likes in certain guys. And instead of like just saying, no, that's, you know, I would need to cut that out. That's, that's toxic. That's going to lead to just, you know, a bad situation for me. And she knows it will, you know, there's that part of her that's attracted to that. And that frustrates me.
0: And that's the deeper question is like, if, if she truly has a connection with Chad and all these guys are like, listen, Chad's a bad dude. Yeah. Like does does the opinion of all these other guys on Chad matter to JoJo if she's truly, you know, um, in love with him? You
1: know, and here's here's another problem is right now. I'm um, just gonna kind of jump towards the end of the show. Chad is winning as far as the other guys. He's so deep in their heads. Mm-hmm. He's so, he's so full of smoke. Yeah. And, and and full and full of you know, smoke and and mind game mind games that uh, these guys are falling for it. He's playing them so hard. That whole scene where he went outside, mm-hmm. just met her, walked around, walked her inside, yeah. and then stared at the guys as he came in. They lost their mind. Nothing they happened. It, it wasn't a big deal. And but, but he played that to his advantage, and they fell for it so hard. Ten mm-hmm. minutes of him just eating meat, interrupting guys when they were having their one-on-one time. Yeah. They were It was driving them completely crazy. And he... to the, they were cornering him and accusing him of these things, and he was just, like, just pushing well, their buttons, pushing a, their buttons. It was
0: a brilliant play by. Him and my my advice to my bros is like, dude, you guys just gotta let it go. Yeah, like, don't worry chill. about. It. Let he is, Chad flame out. He is so deep into Alex's head. Yeah, uh Alex, which one, was a
1: great moment. And I mean, Alex the Marine steps up, ready, great dude, ready. Yeah, but, great but before guy, this moment, oh.
0: before this moment, a little earlier, like maybe ten minutes before, Alex and Jordan and a couple other dudes kind of corner him. And they're like, bro, what's your problem? Like, what's your deal? And and essentially, their issue with him was he was disrespectful, and he didn't care about them. And and I think Jordan was like, dude, it's like you don't care about us. And yeah. Chad just goes, I don't care. Yeah, about I don't you. care about you. Yeah. And there's, it's one of those situations.
1: Chad hit it out of the park. It's one of those situations. A
0: metaphor really badly. <laughs> it's one of those situations. You know, like when you when you find out that all your friends like hung out without you, yeah. and you're like super pissed off about it, yeah. and you like confront them, but then you realize like. Okay, I'm just confronting how this person feels about me, yeah. which isn't like I can't change how this person feels. Yeah. And essentially they're they're in the same boat with Chad. Like Chad just does not care about them at all. Yeah. And they're 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 hoping that by confronting him he will change like who he is and how he feels about them. But it's not working. And yeah. and it seems to be affecting my dude Alex the most. Cause he is just like Yeah. Every time they show Alex, he's just like
1: So Al- Alex went at him a little bit and Chad actually for the first time chad uh got rattled a little bit reacted badly he little rallied rattled. and regrouped well yeah but he kind of put his hand on alex briefly and that's all alex needed and probably my favorite quote of the night was alex just saying dude you're a meltdown i'm you're gonna start saying that you're a meltdown
0: i'm not scared and of then you. said yeah, that was dope
1: yeah dude and and honestly i want to see those guys uh, fight. yeah yeah quick segue like uh chad's not afraid of alex he should be because Alex is a combat train Marine, Platoon leader, and dude. he keeps talking about Alex's height. Dude, that's just to your advantage. Yeah, you, You're going to grapple with this dude. He literally will break you because he's going to have the advantage. Chad's going to get shorter. dehydrated from all yeah. that meat, He's going to get grounded and pounded. And he he's more. got the meat sweats. <laughs> he's not going <laughs> to be able to keep up. He's got the meats.
0: Up. The meat sweats. Dude, all the Short meats. little
1: Alex would whoop that dude. No chance. I don't care how many roids that dude's pumping.
0: <laughs> One more quick Chad thing. Uh, back on... Back to the second group date when he – because he was, like, second in the power rankings, which made no sense. Right. Uh, Anyways, in his one-on-one with JoJo, a huge, a huge monumental fact about Chad was shared, which is she was just trying to get to know him a little bit more. When was your last relationship? Whatever. JoJo's like, I feel like he's overcompensating for something. We found Uh out he has a small dog. And then – he starts talking about his mom, but in like the past tense. Yes. And she asks like a follow up question, like, "Oh, does your mom? Are you and your mom close?" So, he's like, so, "Oh, so, I,
1: yeah." She recently passed six, six months ago. months ago. That's huge, and that's huge. six months I, I'm ago. Gonna, actually, if I could just pause for yeah. a quick second, Dan. Yeah. Uh, I actually, just in my heart, I for the that's the only point I've actually felt for Chad. Yeah. Because the person he's projecting. The macho dude, he's putting out there the pull-ups, the roids, the protein, Mm -hmm. the flex-on-everybody, Talking down everybody. The every stakes. time, every time the camera, the running monologue by the old episode was was Chad tearing people down. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a wounded person, yeah. Right. Not to go too deep into the psychology. Well, that's cool. what we're doing. We're going into psychology. Uh, he's a wounded person. Hurt people. Hurt people.
0: Whoa. And he's, write that down. And
1: he's lashing out at these guys. And we are all like, oh, he's just a jerk, you know, just through and through. But he revealed in that moment the source of that pain six months ago, dude. Six. Months. I mean, and he, and he
0: mentioned like sort of in passing, like, yeah, my mom and I were like best friends, best
1: friends. And she's gone within six months. Dude, that there's a grieving process and et cetera, et cetera. He's not gone through it. And, and, um, the amount of hurt coming out of him right now it's mm-hmm. like okay uh you can feel for a guy like that it's no excuse to treat people the way he treats people but you can see the source behind it and um you know Chad if you're listening I, I hope you you know can start to get the healing and help that you need
0: yeah we'll we'll help you out bro yes uh
1: yeah Tweet uh, at us.
0: Okay, anyways, Rose ceremony. Um there was more just Chad Mind Games, man. He There was a really creepy shot of him eating meat in the like in line at the Rose ceremony, like yeah. in the group dude, shot. Dude, and just like smiling. And uh but Daniel's got his back. So it was weird. Yeah, yeah. Really, uh, really strange dude, stuff. Um just so just before we get to the final Rose <laughs> ceremony, because yeah. then we'll
1: probably wrap there. Um uh, just not to go into the second group date at all, but we Jordan definitely took a, a step back. Yeah. Um, and Jordan took a step backwards in the whole episode. He didn't come. As- as a former NFL quarterback, and as we've done some research, we found out that means actually very little. Had some mm-hmm. training camp. And we're
0: going to drop – sorry sorry to T is what we're going to do next week or a yeah, following we'll week. We'll go into Jordan's we found football some, career. We found some very interesting facts about Jordan, which uh, we are so, uh, But, you know, he should shine in, the, in, in that ESPN environment. Uh, fell out of the power rankings completely. An- another interesting – so we have Grant, who's a firefighter, right? And uh, his first group date was doing was involved with his um with his occupation, right? And in a weird way, so was the group date that Jordan was on. Yeah, back in ESPN. Right, so. exactly. And he and he did, he did not. Grant won his
1: challenge. Jordan did yeah. not even place in his challenge. Jordan didn't even place. Um, had some moments where he was face to face with Chad and just kind of didn't come off well because he, he was trying to call him out for something that wasn't really a thing. It was mm-hmm. just yeah, Chad was maybe a little rude and. I mean, not maybe, but, like, you know, Chad was playing mind games. He was one of the guys who fell for yep. it. And I just, you know, um, expected more out of him, expected more out of Luke. Um, yeah. so, so the, the row
0: ceremony was what it was. You're essentially saying that uh, – so last week we were like – Jordan Smooch confirmed last week. Smooch confirmed Not last even in the ballpark week, this week. Not even in the ballpark. So he's fallen in our rankings a little bit. But, okay. but Luke, Luke, Luke's there, but, yeah. Uh, so to end on the row ceremony, there was this – Again, props to the editor. They did this rose ceremony essentially through the eyes of Chad, and a dude would get a rose and Chad they'd There'd show be Chad a monologue like, of Chad. Yeah, they showed Chad like smirking and eating steak. This and, guy's short. Yeah, oh, who's dude, Christian? Oh, he's short too. Dude, he said this about Alex and it was so funny. Alex got the first rose and he said she's only keeping Alex around because she wants America to know she doesn't hate short people. Oh so amazing. Good. Burn. Flames. <laughs> All right, Chad. Flames. Um so Rose, Chad ended up getting a rose. All the dudes we thought uh, got a rose, got a rose. Superfan going home. Superfan. And I, I actually, Superfan had some funny quotes in this episode. I knew he wasn't going to last, but uh, I, I, he grew on me this episode only to be gone. Uh, that guy Will is gone. Um, he was yeah. the guy in the well, first. Well, the hipster, the guy whose cri- who's only occupation is hipster. Yeah, looks exactly like Wes Anderson. Uh,
1: he's going home, and in, in my wife's notes, she wrote, Hipster goes home. Who is
0: hipster? The world will never know. Yeah. But Will, the other dude that went home, was that guy last year that did all, or I mean last e- or episode that did all the stupid magic tricks. Oh, that <laughs> that guy was horrible. so dumb. That was horrible. Uh, so,
1: yeah, everyone else kind of cruised through. One of my favorite moments was when Daniel's name got called, which, why? I think that's uh, producers are making that happen. As he stepped forward and she said, will you accept the rose? He said, you bet. You bet. It but was in like amazing. a weird, like a weird Canadian. Canadian way. It's <laughs> <laughs> only strangely, uh, as strangely Canadian as he could make that moment.
0: So that brings us to the end of this episode. It, I'm not kidding you. We watched Game Seven and then watched the bachelor right after. And this was, this was fire. I was, yeah, I was it was fired a great
1: up. night. It was a great night.
0: And so, uh, stay tuned for another podcast that's yeah. going to uh, include our basketball thoughts, basketball thoughts very soon. Next week, our bachelor pod might look a little bit different. I've been working on a little bit of a theory that I ran by drew. It's not completely done yet, but I'm excited to drop it. Maybe next week we'll have some guests. Um,
1: one thing I w- uh, you, know, I will say, because uh, I called this as a dark horse last week, and we with no evidence other than we didn't know anything,
0: I still disagree. I know, Father I know Christmas,
1: St. <laughs> Nick. I guess his real name is it's Nick. Is Nick? Yeah, kind of. you know, uh, he's not wearing a Santa suit. He might still be this dark horse. Uh, who,
0: are, who are we saying on the favorites going forward? Dan? Uh, I think Jordan, I think Wells still. That's just a personal. Little Wells. Itty bitty Wells. Even though I can't stand this dude, I think after last night, James Taylor's got to be up there. James Taylor's got to be up there. I still don't think he has a chance to win, but I think he's going to be around for a
1: while. I am 99% out on Wells, but I'm 1% in because he has a bloodhound named Oscar. No, it's Carl. Oh.
0: It's Carl. Carl the bloodhound, dude. I remember. (laughs) Drew's so confused that he got the name of a dog wrong. I guarantee you it's Carl, dude. Why did I write Oscar? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Why do yeah. I have Google searches for Oscar Jordan, the Bloodhound that are returning and, nothing? And in a in a weird way, I think Chad is sort <laughs> of. I don't know if he's a front runner, but he's just like episode two. He's in everyone's head, and Jojo doesn't hate him, which is like crazy, crazy to me. Yeah, uh, amazing. Yeah. Anyways, so you guys, we'll see. I mean, Jordan's probably still a contender, but he's going to have to rebound. Yeah, uh, so. I'm not I'm not too worried about it. Everyone, thanks for listening. Wow, to the thousands. This has been been a lot of fun. If you're still
1: out there in podcast land, this is Bachelorette Talk for the week. We got some more basketball talk coming for the week. Basketball coming up.
0: Talk to you guys soon. Later. I don't make songs for free. I make them for freedom. Don't believe in kings. Believe in the kingdom. Chisel me into stone prayer. Whistle me into song air. Dying laughing.